We got David Montgomery throwing shade toward the Chicago Bears, but more importantly, we got some of the takeaways that come out of the first couple of days of OTAs for the Chicago Bears. We're going to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. If you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Central. I'm sorry, Shy Bears Pod on every social media platform. I don't listen. It's been a long ass week already. It's all, it's only Wednesday. But before we get into the shade, we're gonna end the show on the shade from David Montgomery thrown towards the Chicago Bears. We're going to talk, start talking about, off about the takeaways from the Bears training camp so far. And so in OTAs, it seems like the first couple of days, Justin Fields and DJ Moore have been the highlight of what's going on there. And when you look at how important it is for Justin Fields to build chemistry with, with the new acquisition of DJ Moore, it's good to hear that they are starting to really build that chemistry early. We're only a couple of days into OTAs, and it seemed like one of the highlights from uh, OTAs overall so far was a pass from Justin Fields down the right sideline to David Moore. So shout out to that, but they're building that chemistry. And and DJ Moore said this, it's still a work in progress. Today was a good day to jumpstart us. I want to say probably to the end of OTAs uh, and through minicamp and then starting back up, you know you got that break and then you got to start it all over again. Going into training camp, probably about two or two, three days to get back on track where we ended in OTAs. So Everyone knows that the chemistry between not only just Justin Fields, but everyone. And to that credit as well, we've also heard that Chase Claypool is miles ahead of where he was last year as far as understanding the playbook and what needs to happen. The chemistry between Fields and this wide receiver core is going to be the story of the season, right? We already know what he has with Darnell Mooney. Uh, Darnell Mooney, who was not at training camp because he's still healing from that injury. Um, You know, so as we know that, but building the chemistry with those two players, them both understanding the playbook and learning that and just getting more ingrained in this offense at before we start the season is going to be the most important thing. So to hear that that's already at training camp, what's starting to form has left me with a lot of excitement for what the ceiling could be to this. Now, it's tra- it's OTAs, then you got minicamp. You're going to hear nothing really but positivity for the most part. We still, as I said yesterday and have been saying, we until we see it on the field, it's always going to be a question mark on how real it is, but at least we're hearing the right things coming out of OTA so far. Next up, though, Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, uh, looking at, at this article, uh, Tremaine Edmonds intercepted the pass from the backup quarter, quarterback, P.J. Walker, and went into the, into the end zone. Tremaine Edmonds is ready to play. And when you look at the fact that he is going to be the leader on that defensive unit, right, one of the more seasoned vets, even though he's still young as well, on that defensive side of the ball, you add what he brings in tenacity, and everything else, you add that already to what we have and saw from Jaquan Brisker in his just his rookie season, it's going to be a season of, of, of just excitement on that defensive side of the ball. And I think we're going to have one of those defenses that really make people pay for playing the Chicago Bears. They're going to know. They're going to feel it when they play this Bears team. And so I, for one, am happy to hear that as well. Again, more positive things than not you're going to hear out of minicamp type things. Um, Javon Dexter seems like he's been a highlight as well with his strength really wowing Adam Hodge from CHGO who just talked about he's a powerful man. That came from Matt Eberflus' quote Adam Hodge had from that. Listen, you want to see it. And it looks like uh, Demarcus Walker also having a nice play, uh, learning that defense. We know that they're trying to lay the groundwork for that, uh, that hits principle for this new unit as well. 
And then one of the more interesting things that we have now, it's not as interesting when you think about the fact that, you know, uh, um, that Nate Davis was not uh, in attendance because of uh, of things going on uh, there. But so the starting offensive line in, in OTAs was Braxton Jones at left tackle, Tevin Jenkins at left guard, which we expected, Cody Whitehair at center, Darnell Wright at right tackle, and then Jay Tyree Carter coming in at the right guard position. So, you know, I said it, I think it was yesterday, it may have been Monday's daily episode, that this Chicago Bears team is still high on Jay Tyree Carter, or Ja Tyree Carter, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but they are very high on him still. When you look at the fact that they kept him on the 53-man roster, they didn't move him to the practice squad because they didn't want to risk somebody poaching him from that practice squad. So it's not surprising to me to hear that he's there, he's being represented, um, using him at right guard, cool, interesting. We know that Nate Davis is going to be the starter there. But, again, just kind of showing that they are absolutely um, still invested in the development of J. Tyree Carter. Now, moving into the next one, this one also coming from CHGO's Adam Hodge. He says that there were more passing uh, time in this. So out of the, uh, the 20 minutes that they were practicing on offense, 28 plays in those 20 minutes were, I'm sorry, well, 28 plays in 20 minutes for the offense, for in pa- the passing game. So they're really trying to grow that passing game. They also split the offensive side into two separate units so that everyone can get more reps. But the passing game is going to be a bigger uh, weapon for the Chicago Bears team going into next season. That's to be expected. Uh, that's, that's what we need, right? We need to see the growth from Justin Fields as well. And so those are kind of the things right now. So as we go forward into the rest of OTAs, continue hearing about Justin Fields' development and his progression. He's even said that he's going through his progressions a little bit quicker. And that's one of his key focuses in year three for him is wanting to go through those progressions quicker and be able to make those decisions faster in running the offense. That's good to hear. We've talked about, you know, how he had he did hold on to the ball too long a little bit at times as well. We know he needs more time and protection as well. So him going through that, doing the right things there, all makes sense from him. Um, also, what do we continue to see from the pass rush, right? So with Demarcus Walker, Rasheem Green, right, we still, you know, we, we lack something out there on the edge. Continue seeing how they're, how that defensive line is shaping up. That's what we're going to be uh, looking, uh, continuing to take a look at. And the continued growth of the wide receiver core, right? And then that all be nothing that we've heard so far yet coming out of training camp, but the expected competition at the running back position. And this isn't even about the Roshan Johnson part of it all, but between uh, Dante Foreman and Khalil Herbert, right? How does that uh, competition shape up? If Roshan Johnson can get himself in the competition, he can get himself in the competition. But either way, I don't think as much as we have penciled in Khalil Herbert to be the starter, do not be surprised if Foreman does and and shows enough to maybe be the day one starter as well, which puts Khalil Herbert back at the position he was before. We have a very talented running back room. So, you know, I I expect, and it may not be till minicamp, but I expect we're going to start hearing some things about that running back room too as we continue going through these offseason periods and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Now, some of the things that, are, are, are players that did not show up to OTAs and kind of the story there. Darnell Mooney, we already know. It, it, it is what it is. Injuries there. Nate Davis, not really a big question there. Eddie Jackson, another injury as well. But Jalen Johnson, the absence of Jalen Johnson is starting to wonder. Jalen Johnson has already said he would ideally like to have a contract extension locked in before a training camp started. That did not happen. So now it's raised some reasonable questions and, 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 and things on if maybe there is something brewing there with the contract. Now, 
not trying to stir up any drama, we'll end up seeing it could be a lot of nothing, right? It could just be, you know, they said that his broken finger is 100% healed. So it could be something, it could be nothing, right? But it is going to raise some questions on what is going on with with uh, Jalen Johnson and what what's going on there. Is there some something to do with that uh with that with that contract that he wants to have locked in? Jack Sanborn was there. He didn't practice either. Um, but the, you know he was in attendance. Travis Homer was there as well. But the question there is: there going to be any type of contract disputes? You know, we went through the start of last season with some. The, the, the question around Roquan Smith. Now, he event, eventually did come back to the team, um, but you want to you start looking at that. So, you know, not again, not to stir up any drama, but there could be some questions around um, what, what his availability is at the start of the season. If he is trying to get that contract locked in, I mean, hey, if you want to be a bear long term, you want to have that security, this is the NFL where you can get injured at any point in time. And I always understand a player wanting that security. And if that is the thing, hopefully him and the Bears can work that out get that underway so they can they can remove that and any type of distractions going into these mini camps and things like that. So we'll end up seeing what happens with that. But with that being said, now we got to get into the drama. Let's get into the shits, right? David Montgomery, already we had the little clip in which he, pick, he picked up the, uh, going into you know practice, picked up the Bears symbol and said that he's really excited about playing the Bears. But then he had this quote yesterday. Uh, when he was asked about the, uh, you know, talking about the Chicago Bears, he said this. That's all I was used to as far as losing. And it got to a point where it sucked the fun out of the game for me because I'm a competitor. I like to compete. That's what football is about. It's so refreshing to be in a place where that's appreciated. All right, David. Um, I'm never against a player finding what they need to find for motivation. And while we all talked about it, um, the writing was kind of on the wall if David Montgomery was going to come back or not. And then you look at Ryan Poles and, you know, how – he hasn't really re-signed anyone to long-term deals yet, right? And he ended up not being retained by the Bears. The Bears made a hell of a pivot, getting Foreman and Roshan Johnson in here to add to Khalil Herbert. Love the pivot. And he goes to an in-division rival. And so I love rivalry in sports. I love real rivalries as well that have a reason in a, 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 a behind it, right? We know we're always going to hate the Packers. That's that's just the thing. It's ingrained in Bears Um Nation now at this point, right, is ingrained in Bears culture. We don't mess with those cheesehead bastards. But the Detroit Lions, a team that, much like the Chicago Bears, are hoping to make their move now in the division where it's completely open. And David Montgomery going up against his former team, he should be excited to go up against his former team, right? And so when you look at the teams that David Montgomery was on with the Bears, especially as being a competitor, we finished 8-8 eight and eight his first season, I believe. Then we went 8-8 eight and eight again, right? And then we went 6-11. and 11, And then we went 3-13 and 13 and 1. I'm sorry, the Lions went 3-13 and 1. Um, but then we had the 3-14 and um, the three and 14 season. There are so many questions around, uh, like, what could it have been had we built a more formidable play? And I can understand David Montgomery saying that at that time, Bears Nation, the culture here, sucked ass. Because it did. And as we're trying to rebuild that, what I take from David Montgomery's quotes is that more so than not, is that it was? It's it kind of seems like it was the previous regime. Now he did was a part of this new regime that came in, and again didn't value him, didn't want to pay for the position. He ends up leaving, going and getting his money. Shout out to him. But if this rivalry thing is going to start, David Montgomery, I need you to know, right? I need you to understand. You can go from home to, from from Chicago Hero. You're not from Chicago, but you can go from Chicago Hero to Chicago Target real quick, real motherfucking quick, and keep talking. And I can't wait to see the Lions versus the Chicago Bears 
two times this year. And do not make no mistake about it. I'm not saying that the Bears are going to come in and mollywop or even win those games against the Detroit Lions. It's going to be a tough matchup. But I tell you what, you've made yourself a target now in Chicago, young man. And we know Chicago loves our players. But one thing we love as well, we can definitely be petty. So let's 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 see what that ends up being. I would love to see this continue to grow and to blossom into something because sports are better when you have rivalries. It just is. Sports are better. It's more fun. It's more storylines. It gives you something to watch. It makes it much watch TV as well. I'm not against it. David Montgomery said what he needed to say. And I tell you what, again, as I said, in Chicago, you can go from hero to target real quick, real motherfucking quick. And so we're going to see what that means and if that painted a target on the back of David Montgomery and the Detroit Lions from the Chicago Bears team going forward. But that is it. I love you guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break.